Hello everybody, welcome to the next in our series of interviews with chairman's bonus qualifiers from the year 2019. These are the people who have just received their checks in our first ever virtual global rally a few weeks ago. It was supposed to happen in Sydney, Australia, but we're all locked down and uh, therefore we did it virtually. And uh, these interviews most likely would have taken place on stage or just off stage had we been in our normal world, but we weren't. So we're taking the opportunity to find out more about our chairman's bonus qualifiers in this series of podcasts. And today on the line, I have Lindsay Jackson and Mike Butterworth. So Lindsay, Mike, thank you for joining me today. Nice to see you. Lovely to see you too. Great to see you. <laughs> So before we get started and finding out a little bit about you, recognising that somebody might be listening this, to this as their first podcast and they might be thinking, what's Chairman's Bonus? Let me just talk a little bit about that before we find out more about you. So Chairman's Bonus is part of the uh, incentive programme that's offered by Forever Living. It's actually a fairly unique incentive, if not the most uh, unique incentive in our entire industry. And this is a, an additional bonus that's in, in addition to the retail profit that we can earn by uh, marketing products to our friends, family and customers. And in addition to the team leading bonus that we can earn when we recruit people and help them build a business. So essentially chairman's bonus is a special fund that's put aside by the qualifying countries in the forever world. We put 3% of our turnover into a special fund. And there is no limit to the number of people who can qualify for that share of that fund. And uh, the details of what you need to do are in company policy. So it took me a long time to explain that on this call. Uh, take a look at company policy and you can see what you need to do. And people's share of the fund is directly proportionate to the contribution that they've made during the previous year. It runs January to December. So that's enough background. Let's hear a little bit about uh, Mike and Lindsay. And the first question I've got for you guys is, um, tell us a little bit about how you came to get started in the first place in Forever. Um, maybe when that was in terms of years ago. And, and uh, tell us a little bit about your Forever journey. Thank you, Bob. Um, so I'm Lindsay and uh, we came into the business more than 13 years ago. Uh, it's what now, 2020, so I won't work that out. And um, my background was NHS management and then consultancy work, but I had built up a Pilates business as a hobby, teaching classes evenings and weekends and, and what have you. Loved it, um, obviously interested in people's health and well-being. So when somebody, it was actually somebody in my Pilates class said, she'd heard about a business, it might be up my street. And she wasn't involved, but she referred me to somebody who had mentioned it to her. So I met with this chap and found out about the business. I was open-minded and I thought, well, this, you know, no idea about the products. Um, I've never come across them before. I didn't know anything about aloe vera or drinking it or what it could do, but actually it struck a chord that I might be able to develop um, products alongside my classes mainly um, to help people and to help them be well. And so it was a natural sort of fit. And I just started out really, slowly I was probably uh, quite a frustrating team member for a few months because <laughs> I was like la 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 <laughs> um, and then when I started to get involved with the trainings and um, obviously I'd had a corporate background so it was when I went to the trainings I saw the corporate side of the business and I went oh my goodness this is real and it's big and it's well run and the values are great and 
there's so much support. <laughs> um, and it felt a very positive place to be compared with the NHS where I'd been. Um, so then I got to work, started to build a little bit of a business and, and then Mike, you got involved and came to an event, didn't you? Yeah, it was actually the profit share checks being represented in the UK. Uh, we were at Alexandra Palace um, and I had very little knowledge of the, the marketing plan. Um, I'd seen products coming and going in the house and I knew Lindsay was making a success of retailing products, but again, I knew nothing um, about the products other than she'd present me with uh, a glass of rather strange looking fruit juice every morning. Um, so I went to Alexandra Palace, I say with an open mind, I don't know if I was open minded or not, but I was there. Um, and it was the big wobbly checks that were being presented <laughs> yeah. really got my attention. I said to Lindsay, how are people like this, just regular people like you and me, getting cracking big sums of money like that? And that's when you explained to me um, how the marketing plan worked. And we thought, you know, we've, we've both got skills. We've both, um, you know, come from a health background. I was a physiotherapist at the time. You know, we can make a success of this if we do it together. Um, and that's really what got us uh, thinking more about developing a team of distributors to work with us. What was your, um, well, two things really. Let's just explain the wobbly checks for those who haven't been to an event like that. We present oversized checks um, on the stage for a visual impact. So that's the wobbly check bit. It wasn't wobbly when you paid it in the bank, thank goodness. What, <laughs> what, was, the, um, what was your impression in, in walking into an event like that? Uh, I've never been to anything like it before. Um, people seem very uh, friendly, very excited. Uh, very genuine. Um, it was quite loud. Um, it was kind of half eight, nine in the morning. There was a lot of music and flashing lights. So it was a little bit out of my comfort zone. But by the afternoon, I was, you know, I jumped in with both feet and I was really enjoying the day. Yeah, excellent. It's, you probably find the same. Now, I love watching, well, when we were able to do live events, this is, I love watching the reaction of new people coming in because I think it's, it is a fairly unique environment. Um, you know, we've had many outside guest speakers speak from the main platform over the years and they all comment on the friendliness and the welcoming atmosphere. And I think, you know, even if you've been to big events before, you've probably never been to a big event like uh, a forever event. It's just interesting to see people's reactions, yeah. We've both been to a um, couple of big events with Tony Robbins, but that was more about personal development and learning and what have you. So we were kind of used to that bit of crowd excitement yeah. and party atmosphere whilst learning. But it, this was different because it was interspersed with some really grounded business stuff. You know, the how to build your business, how to do. And you kind of went, okay, so I get to build my business and have this party. <laughs> so can you remember how many years you've actually qualified for a chairman's bonus check? Uh, first year was 2012. Okay. Um, and we've done it every year since. Amazing. So I think that's... That's eight years now, isn't it? Eight years in a row. The year before, we were getting confused because the year before we did actually qualify to go to the very last um, post-rally tour when the, the rally was over in America and we got to see head office and we went around the plantations and 
um, went into Rex's office and did all of that. And that blew us away completely. But we qualified for that on the volume of sales in our team. It was the year after when we'd got a structure in place and the team underneath were flourishing that gave us the chairman's bonus check. And then we couldn't let go of that. We've had to keep working ever since. Consistency. A couple of things strike me about your story that perhaps are worth highlighting. The first one was that you were referred to Forever Living by somebody that actually wasn't in Forever. So for me, that I think demonstrates the importance of, you know, creating strong relationships with people because even if they don't um, join, they may well refer you to somebody who could, uh, you know, find the opportunity of interest. And the second thing that strikes me that it's a very common thread amongst um, business owners is that you started um, in a very part-time way you know it was it was to build something alongside what you were doing and I think you know that's one of the unique features of our business model is that we're not asking people to give up being a physiotherapist or a teacher or whatever we're saying here's something that could fit alongside and so many of us so many of the leaders have built businesses initially starting on a part-time basis so there's a much bigger degree of flexibility there now there's bound to be a lot of people listening to us who, who are new to the business and new to the industry what would be your advice to new people they, i mean they might even have the thought that it's okay for us because we've been around for years and you for years but you know um what, what should they be focusing on in your opinion um Two things for me stand out um, because we are still beavering away. We are still part-time actually juggling this around other businesses and um, family life. So um, it's not like, oh, it's easy for you. <laughs> we still have to put the work in each year if we want to qualify. Yeah. But it's enjoyable work and it's a legacy work. And we're you know, leaving something to our kids and it's worthwhile because it's fun, rewarding and positive. So it's, it doesn't feel like work. Um, we're learning all the time. But two things I think that I would say, one is don't give the excuse that you haven't got time. We've all got some time. We can all come off Facebook or turn Netflix off or turn the telly off or watch less depressing news or just stay up an hour. But, you know, if you want something and you're clear about your goals, you'll find time. And in the early days, it didn't take us hours and hours and hours. It only took, you know, a few hours a week to get going and in the early days be kind to yourself be gentle to yourself that you aren't gonna run before you can walk that you do need to build your belief in the products and build your belief in yourself and those are all it's new it's weird it's different it's positive <laughs> it's like so you have to kind of take those steps in the first few weeks and months you're not really in the business yet you're in it but your heart and soul aren't in it yeah. and your head might be thinking about it but you might not be doing it so there's this transition, I think, in the early days where you're using the products and starting to believe in them, starting to get on some of the trainings, starting to think, oh, maybe I can and flex your muscles a bit. So I think there's two things. One is be committed, make some time. And the second thing I would say is um, be kind to yourself that it's a journey and that you're going to be learning. And, you, you know, if you've made the time, you will get there. It's quite simple. <laughs> Make the time, put some effort in, you will get there. Anybody can get there. It doesn't really matter what your background is. And that's what's so amazing. Um, but you have to be a bit forgiving of yourself. And um, if you do have a down moment or a down day, pick yourself up, talk to somebody positive, talk to your upline, get going again. It's okay to have a bit of a, a bumpy ride in the early days, I really, for us, it wasn't until we started to go to qualify for some of these things, car plan or chance bonus, that we went, oh my goodness, we're actually doing it. 
and yeah. and then it, and then once you've had a taste of that you don't want to let that go <laughs> uh, of course. so, so steps help you build confidence don't they and yeah, help you build I, I remember a little story and this may not answer your question particularly but i remember i got to supervisor i don't think mike was particularly involved at this point and I went, we've got little kids. So Mike wasn't with me, I don't think. And I went to Leeds, Leeds Armouries, and the qualified supervisor, I didn't really know how, and I didn't really know what that meant. Um, and anyway, you announced supervisors on stage in this great big room, you see, and I just sat there. And Phil and Tracy, my upline, said, that's you, you know, you've got to go up. And I went, no, 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 it's fine. I don't need to go up there. I was absolutely bricking it. I was as nervous as anything. <laughs> and I wasn't used to recognition. Yeah, I wasn't used I to. I think it. that's true of most people, actually. Yeah, somebody saying "well done" and and praising you for something which actually, in a business sense, wasn't that big. I mean, it is, but it isn't. You know, it's not like I'd achieved chairman's bonus and just made it to supervisor. And I sat there. No, no, no. I was being quite resistant. And I think Phil turned to me and whispered in my ear. He said, "You need to go up there for your team. Your team need to see you up there." And I went, "Oh God." <laughs> So I got up and I walked to the front and my legs were shaking. And you handed me a microphone because there was only a handful of us up. Oh my life. I came off, I was literally, my knees were like jelly. You'd think I'd done a 40 foot rock climb. Um, anyway, from there on in, I just thought, this is great. If they can thank me for doing that, then this is great, I'm in. <laughs> so it's interesting, I had to be pushed well out of my comfort zone. And it's those early days when you are being stretched a bit that means you go on to be successful, I think. Some great advice. I love the, well, I love many things. Firstly, you talked about, you know, one of your drivers is to build something, you know, for your kids. The legacy, again, a unique part of our business. Um, in fact, very rare in our industry, but we build something here that's an asset we can pass on to others that's that's a key part and the other bit that really resonates with me Lindsay is that you know be gentle on yourself I think when you can see so much success around you and people ahead of you it's easy to beat up on yourself and you just need to relax into it and there is that phrase you know there's the day you get into network marketing and the day that network marketing gets into you and I think you can even expand that further it's the day you you know, get into being an entrepreneur and the day that entrepreneurism gets into you, you know, when whatever you do something new for the first time, you know, I think, you know, I can't remember as far back as going to school for the first time, but I'm sure it was very scary. My first job was very scary and you, you, you ease yourself in gently. So I think, you know, don't be put off by that is, is really sound, uh, really sound advice. Um, is there a typical day in the life of you guys as, a, as, as entrepreneurs and well, business owners. For me, it always starts with exercise. Um, you know, for me, um, I think it's really important that um, that the flexibility of the opportunity we have allows us to construct a day now that 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 we choose. Yeah. Um, health is really important to me. Fitness, sport. I'm into triathlon. So there's, there's lots to do on a day-to-day -day uh, basis in that regard. So I generally start my day either walking the dog, Max, who's just appeared. Maybe you can't see him. Um, Max, a dog, needs walking. And then I will do my, either my run or my bike. Um, after that, it's really uh, down to the office. Um, it was a priority when we moved house to actually build uh, an office in the garden 
which has allowed us really to, I guess, compartmentalize our work because it's yeah. quite easy when you work from home for it to kind of drift into uh, your complete life. And it's sometimes quite difficult to press the pause button. Yeah. Um, so having a separate office in the gardens, great. I'll work there from kind of mid to late morning through till tea time. Um, a lot of it is online now, um, making contact with people, uh, doing online uh, presentations, uh, doing quite a lot of group work on, on Facebook. Um, for Lindsay, you're weaving in your um, Pilates classes, which again now have gone online. Um, and I also have a, um, a sports massage business, I no longer practice physiotherapy, I gave that up a long time ago, but I might have one or two clients in a day. So no, no two days are the same, usually keep it quite flexible. Um, but yeah, hopefully pressing pause at a, a reasonable time of night and having some evening time together. What's lovely is that you can go out in the middle of the day for a run or you yeah. can nip to the shops when nobody, well, not that we're not doing at the moment, <laughs> when nobody's around because actually, you, you know, you're your own boss. So, um, yeah, total fluidity really about how we spend our time. And that sometimes means working in the evenings because that's when people are around or want to speak, but that's okay. Um, it just feels a very relaxed um, choice, actually. And a choice that very many people would love to have. And I think, you know, recognizing that you can have that choice and that you can have that balanced lifestyle, but also recognizing that when you are your own boss, you have to be accountable to yourself too. So there has to be times when you have the self-discipline to, uh, to work. And uh, in your case, Mike, Mike, make that big commute across the lawn to the garden there, yeah, <laughs> to, the, to the office. Um, it's a lot easier now because the boys are older, but when we started 12, 13 years ago, they were young boys. And yeah. they used to come to the trainings with us. They have had been surrounded by a very positive atmosphere. They've learned all sorts of things about mindset and about discipline and about goal setting. Um, but it meant that we could go and pick them up at half past three from school and pause and make tea and help them with the homework and then maybe start again at seven or eight when they were in bed yeah. and do an hour or two then. So our day was very, I mean, it's been brilliant because the boys have never ever come home to an empty house. They've never had to have a key and let themselves in and we're not home for three hours. We're just we're completely able to take them to what they want and, yeah. you know, and not fret. Sometimes yeah. working in the car in the car park. <laughs> So many messages from yet another climbing wall, but um, but how great is that? Yeah, and you comment there on the positive nature of your your kids. You know, I'm 26 years now with Forever, and I've I've seen so many of the the youngsters grow up of of our, our FBOs, and uh, it's amazing. You know, when kids are in that positive mindset environment what a benefit it is to them in later life too and they start to recognize that anything's possible and you know the world is full of opportunity um, sorry mike i interrupted you there you're going to say something it was a long time ago but um our youngest son sam um you were tidying his bedroom weren't you and you found he'd done a, a goal sheet probably would have been i don't know 10 11 years old maybe mm -hmm. Um, he's into rock climbing and he'd done a little uh, picture of him climbing up a wall. Um, I don't think there are any words on the goal sheet, um, but 
a very tiny kind of minute, very precise uh, felt tip pen. He got a little Great British flag on the top <laughs> on his vest. Um, and it was this year they actually qualified for the GB climbing team. That's a fantastic uh, story. He just turned 18. So yeah. For... And he's just bought a notice board for where he's climbing in the garage and put his goals on the, without prompting, yeah. put his goals on the notice board. So he's looking at them every time he trains. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, I didn't know that stuff till my thirties. <laughs> he's also, he's also reading how to win friends and influence people at the moment. <laughs> it's brilliant. Right, isn't it? It's yeah. a great story though, you know, at 10 years old to have that vision of wanting to climb for England and then that's what happens, you know, what you think about you get there and uh, yeah. that's, that's a brilliant story. Mm -hmm. um, one final question for you then, um, uh, recognising that, you know, we're in challenging times at the moment and there's no doubt a great opportunity for our business at the moment. Moving past that, how do you see the future of forever and, and the industry as a whole this opportunity to be an entrepreneur to run a home-based business in the health and wellness sector what would your view of that be i think well, i heard a term uh maybe four or five months ago i don't know if you've come across it uh, a slashy have you heard of the slashies can't say i have no um slashies are people who've got a number of different professions Okay. I'm a sportsman, sir, slash forever business owner, slash whatever. Okay. Um, a side hustle. So I think people are, are realizing, and I think more people in the last kind of two or three months are realizing that we all need a plan B. There are, there are very, very few people out there who have been untouched by what's happened in the last two or three months. Yeah. Um, so I think having something to fall back on, either big or small, uh, and not to put all your eggs in one basket is, is a really important thing that people are beginning to get to grips with. Yeah. Absolutely. To me, it feels like, um, I mean, I'm gonna sound a bit ethereal or spiritual or something now, <laughs> but to me, it feels like the world needs a different model. And, um, and that the timing is right, you know, that actually it's about time we were encouraged to and allowed to be more self-directing self and also to look after our health and our well-being. And the values of caring for people um, and working out of integrity and not just being, yeah, we've all got to earn a living, but not just being driven by business and profit, but being driven by people and helping and supporting are really coming to the fore right now, globally. And so I don't just think we've got a future because the products are great, because they are. And I don't just think we've got a future because we're self-employed and you can be, you know, an entrepreneur. I think we've got a massive future because the values of forever are about integrity and empathy and fun and caring and loving. And, you know, and that all sounds a bit woo-woo and soft, but it's not. It's actually a lovely way to do business. And I think more people are realizing that that has been missing. Yeah. from their lives and when they join the business even if it's part-time it feels like you've come home um to something that's very supportive um so that's yeah I think that's you know really appropriate and i think you know for sometimes with for people that have come from very different perhaps more regimented corporate backgrounds it's very hard sometimes to believe that you know the world could be that way but when you come inside 
forever and you listen to some leaders like yourselves, you know, very often it's not any longer about the money, even it's about helping others and the reward we we get and the way we feel when we see people that we've um, encouraged, you know, grow as individuals and get confidence as individuals. That's the most rewarding thing. And uh, I think in the last few months, the world has definitely thought a lot more that way than perhaps previously. So. Mike Lindsay, it's been an absolute pleasure to uh, learn a little bit about, uh, you know, your journey with Forever today on behalf of myself and uh, all the staff at Longridge Manor and, of course, uh, our home office in the US. Congratulations for being Chairman's Bonus Qualifiers once again this year, leading by example. We're really grateful for the contribution that you make uh, to the business and uh, particularly here in the UK. So thanks for your time today and uh, we look forward to seeing you.